everyone, Michael here from GameGravy.com, and this is podcast episode 46, and with me, I have two gentlemen named Eddie and Dante. Hello. <laughs> Alright, and what is today's topic, you might be asking yourself? And today's topic is uh, a thing that was posted out on the Twitter world um, a week ago, uh, and it's, should we allow re- reviewers, or make reviewers, review only games and genres that they're um, fans of, just only fans of. Um, and that is the topic in debate for tonight. Mm-hmm. How would we like to kick this off? Well, first I'd like to say I really like, I really like the way that you ask a question and then answer it yourself. I think that's really fancy. <laughs> Thanks. <You're welcome>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I really, I, I have pretty strong feelings on this. I, I, I really prefer people who are fans of the genre to be reviewing it. I have no interest whatsoever in somebody that doesn't care about the NBA or basketball games reviewing NBA 2K. I'm not going to read that review. I guess uh, let's try to like uh, talk about it from two different perspectives. One from a consumer. Oh, actually, let's let's try three. All right. Blow your mind here. One is from the consumer perspective of you wanting to buy the game and reading the review. One is as the reviewer that has to play the game and write the review, and one is the is the publisher that's developed and publishing the game. Yeah, and the developers too. Well, I said publisher slash developer. How about All that? Right. Oh, okay. from, from their side. Yeah, no, I I um I have no again I have no interest in in reading a review from somebody who's not a fan of the genre of the game that you're making them review. Like, what what is the even what is the purpose of that? Other than an experiment and getting somebody to play something they don't like, that's that's true. True. Um, and it might also try to be to see if their software's any good for anybody that can just pick it up and play it that might not be a fan. Is it like is it for comedy's sake, like having somebody, yeah, having well, somebody like Eddie play like a My Little Pony game? I just, I mean, it, I would, it could be. I don't think it indirect. <laughs> I don't think directly like I'm, it's not I'm like, like punishment. Or... It's not to out him as a brony or anything. It's just to say, you know, you wouldn't want yeah. to play it. But... I'm 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 of a few opinion mindset. Like for me, I'm a general gamer. I I love all all sorts of genres of games. Now, as a consumer, I want I'd love to read a review by someone who actually is an expert of that genre or likes that genre and they can be detailed and thorough with with the um with the game review as possible that way i know if it's something i'd like to purchase cool yeah yeah no um, i agree cool. from a publisher side i could see i want that too because that might skew the review in my favor <laughs> um even if it's not as possibly good as everybody's you know Thinking. Personally, I think that a game overall, if it's really good, even if you're not a fan of the genre itself, you should be. You should, should be should play enough well. to be able to handle it. If not, you shouldn't be reviewing exactly. games in the first place. Exactly. And as as a reviewer, I like playing games of all genres. So sometimes I've been surprised by getting a game that falls into my lap that I wouldn't technically go out and pursue. And I'm like, right. okay, I'll I'll do this. It's interesting. And I wind up loving it. I'm like, wow, I'm so glad I had the opportunity to review that. It still gets a good review. I'm yeah. still knowledgeable about. But if games. it's something that I'm not knowledgeable about, like I'm just gonna pass on it. It doesn't. It doesn't mean like I don't play Final Fantasies anymore. I could still write an objective review of one. 
Yeah, um, me too. Because I, I used to play them. I know what they're about. You know, uh, you throw me a Madden game, I'm not going to know what that I'm doing. But, but, but does it mean that you're going to give it a bad that review? It doesn't mean that at all. If, it, if You know, yeah. Uh, you have to be objective enough to understand the person that you're writing this review for, and it's somebody who wants to play that. You get you give them yeah. the rundown of the features, what's cool, what's not. Because if you used to be a fan, you used to play Final Fantasy games back in the day, you know what they're what they're about, what they're supposed to be, and you know, they're reinventing, you know, battle systems every time they re release release another game. So it's you know, there's 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 so much room for you to be objective without being uh, you know a, yeah. a, a, just crapping all over it because because you because I mean, you don't like it. You're bringing up a game that's specific to a genre, specific well, franchise. Just, just, I, I mean, like, if you're I hearing like a game that's brand new. Platformers, like, you know, I've never played Mario. This game is garbage. Yeah. We all, as gamers, have played some basic foundation right, of gaming. Right. Whether it's third-person, action-adventure, platforming, sports, Like, whatever. Grand Turismo's <laughs> awful. I take the train. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I, I uh... I, I I don't want to see reviewers pigeonholed, right? Like, yeah. So like, I, my first couple yeah. reviews on the site were ML were MLB the Show and was and was uh, NBA 2K. Like, and then I immediately went into like I think Dragon Age was the next one I did. So yeah. See, I, I wasn't like Dante. You're a huge. That's a really good point because you're a big sports fan and you're very knowledgeable about sports sports statistics, teams, background, like history, all, all that stuff. But I wouldn't – if I just was like, okay, Dante, I'm only going to give you sports games. You'd be writing like one review a year or two reviews yeah, a year. Yeah, like that – I don't I don't want him to get pigeonholed. I think I just want – if you're objective, cool. If you're open to those styles of games, cool. But I also – I don't want – a lot of time, most of the time, I don't want a novice reviewing, you know, something even like Bloodborne or uh, the the multiplayer. Arkham Knight. <laughs> Arkham Knight or the, you know, the, like yeah. the multiplayer in a Call of Duty game like – I uh, I wouldn't want somebody that's never played those games to to influence my decision on whether to buy that game or not because it has nothing to do with me. So could you argue that for larger, well-known titles to have people that are experts of that genre and for like indie titles, it's okay. I don't need an expert. I need somebody who's at least or knowledgeable of the yeah, franchise. That can be somebody objective. That, somebody that's at least played yeah. the genre. You don't even have to have played the franchise, like to at least have played the genre like you've never played halo but you've played a crap load of call of duty or or Batman. yeah but let's say let's say you're but, you're jumping in at like halo 3 even it, like as long as, like as, long as you're yeah like you <laughs> as long as you're uh, like objective it should still be a good game on its own that's what i'm saying the game design. i think that i have enough gameplay of that game to be objective because we played through it straight through one day how long did it take us like four hours it took us like yeah four and a half hours to that's, to play through the whole Halo three series. But that's I mean that's the kind of the point though. He's at least like Mike. You're a Halo. You're a Halo freak show, and Mike well, is. I've read a book or no, two. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, I've read the books and, too, but now I've actually played through the game like it, a freak. Really one. So <laughs> yeah. at least, but Mike's played a lot of shooters. So at least yeah. he's yes. not running into it cold, like cold turkey and then being expected to write an influential review for somebody. That's that's also going against a publisher and developer's Metacritic rating, and a lot of their bonuses are based off of Metacritic ratings. So we could even argue that this could be a thing within the industry of a level of professionalism within gaming well, outlets. And because... as much as I hate to say it, it falls to like you know you, Mike and Anthony. Like you gotta like if you see something like that, somebody 
needlessly crapping on a game like you uh, oh, we do. We you know, we we are objective about handing out. Yeah, reviews. well, it's it's a it's a shame that you have to, but or you would have to, but you know that's you can't trust everybody to be that consummate professional about what they do. But it's like at the same time, like so we're we're slightly like strategic about who we give games to and what games we we give people to, but but at the same time we're like who's got free bandwidth? So I might give somebody a game that has is free that, that isn't reviewing anything that might not be savvy in that game's history though so that's why this is a great well, debate savvy in like, the history like i said is as uh, that's that's my number one word i'm going to say i look for professionalism personally i i, I remind people yeah, that well, this is software and it's supposed to be fun it's a game and you should you should be objective about how it looks plays handles sounds everything i mean it's not it's not meant to be like emotionally reviewed some people get so emotional like oh this is garbage yeah, that, you know that like on, that gets on my nerves as far like oh you know me i nerd out about the dumbest crap. sure um, and it's understood but, because we all love love what gonna we do put it in print i'm gonna check that stuff at the door yeah it represents you your outlet and the publisher yeah. sees it yeah i mean i i like i wrote my first not i reviewed my first the first game on the site that i didn't enjoy and that was that was like probably about a month ago, and um, I mean I didn't really know how to handle it because I I don't like talking negatively about anybody else's craft, especially something that a lot of people put time and effort into. Yeah, but, like a lot of yeah, hours but if, into. But yeah. if I'm I'm the consumer, right, and I'm also the target audience, and I put a lot of hours into your software and your game, and it didn't give me any enjoyment whatsoever in the time that I played it. Like that's that's not something I can get around, but it's something that I still respect the time and the effort that they put into it. I think that yeah. that's the way that it, they should be done. Like, you I didn't agree. enjoy it. There's still a lot of people that worked on that product, that worked on the time, the marketing, the art, everything. Like, they, there's a lot of people that went into it. And you should be clear though, so that if people want to spend their hard-earned money money on a game, that you're not like, well, it's okay, the game, yeah. but it's like, no, it the game. Wasn't that entertaining? And I would or would not yeah. recommend you and buying I would, it. <laughs> I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna write like a 14 word review that's just like this game sucks. Never, never play it. And if you do, get your money back. Like that's that's nonsense. Yeah, I think we need like in the industry that needs to be toned down a bit. Like because I think that passion level sometimes overrides the objectivity yeah. level. And I think that has a lot to uh, do with like the like the YouTubers like revolution and video game reviews. Like you just see a bunch of 14 year old kids reviewing ever yeah. it is and they just yell and scream into the microphone about how great also it has it has a lot and i don't want to name other outlets let's not do that but i have seen other professional outlets that have millions of subscribers and viewers they get so set in their ways and they just forget why they're doing that in the first place and what they're doing you know what i mean i feel like and they let that overwhelm the, their review and you get you read that and you're like wow that was just a review about hate that had nothing i didn't get much from it besides they didn't like the game sure <laughs> sure I, I walk away with the sensation of like well what didn't you like about it besides you thought it was garbage and it didn't do any of the series justice or something like that you know <laughs> what i mean so were the graphics even good? Was the story good? Were the game mechanics okay? Like, more importantly, can I erase this from my YouTube history? Yeah, I said. <laughs> this game used the square button way too much. I only like using the circle button. Yeah, I have to replace my thumb. Is a, my thumb is offended. <laughs>
Oh man. So I guess we're all in the general consensus of the of the same area of saying. I don't know. I'm I'm I, I kind of disagree with Dante, but not not not. Fully. We'll say it. I mean, well, no, it's I your mean, platform we've, to have we've an been kind of doing the back and forth all along. Kind of like I, you know, I feel like if like I, you know, was was like I was saying earlier, like if you if you can't be, you know, an objective, don't review it. Professional. But that's, but yeah. that's the point. Like. I'll take almost anything you, you know, you throw at me. If you got something like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it on unless it's something I know I can't do anything about. Like, uh, you know, like you give me, give me like a 2k 16 game. I'm not going to know what the Mm -hmm. hell I'm doing. I'm not. Yeah. I mean, well, same here. Like I like sports. I'm not like, I would know better. I would be the one to say, dude, I'm going to write a crappy review of that. Like not, I'm going to write a, like a, you know, not like I'm not going to dump on it, but I mean, like I'm going to write a very uneducated review on this game because I don't, you know, I play. And I, I think that's professional on your part though, for knowing what what, what the line is. That's where it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be at the reviewer level. You can't be a crap bag that will just be like, yeah, I can't wait to just crap all over this game. Just stupid. I don't like balls. I think that's a great (laughs) spot for that though. Like somebody that's a novice in a, in a specific genre. And that's like an editorial. Like you would yeah. put, yeah, not an official review yeah. that shouldn't so affect the game. It has, I, I'm definitely against publishers saying like they just want only good reviews and they're only going to like yep. they're going to the filter out handing those games out and and that yeah, I think there's a really to skew the yeah results. there's a really large difference I think between an uneducated review and a and a negative review. And, I agree, and and that's what I kind of want to keep myself especially away from because if I'm not into that into that genre if I don't know anything about it if I'm not it's not something that I'm you know generally playing on my own I don't feel like my views should even be a part of the site's review but if we were to do an editorial about it like let's get Dante interested in MOBA games oh god (laughs) not that I want to be because I'm horrible at the the two that would be a fun YouTube yeah, series. Would, yeah, like, yeah. just like a four video, five video YouTube right? series. Yeah. Dante, Dante oh, and Bobo. first basketball game. Watch this novice get a... Yeah. <laughs> I was literally... Oh, the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there was a, there was a space that, marine riding a unicorn, right? That was a fun experience, just to hear the stuff that you had to yeah. say, like, like you I, know. I, but, there, like, that would be a cool editorial. I, that would be something I would want to read, as somebody that doesn't, like, that loves... Uh, sports games i would love to hear mm-hmm. like people's first forays into like into sports games Giving- and that's a good editorial yeah, that, that's exactly i think it would be a fun editorial to read or watch as opposed to an official review with an official score that's put onto a medic and a metacritic or game rankings and then you're once again you're hurting a developer and a publisher for really no reason that's true I think that's exactly how they view it, too. They're like, well, we're getting attacked, and I don't think people should review our games unless they're absolute fans of, like, you know, first-person genres, you know, first-person game. So it's, like, it's interesting. Yeah, Yeah, I I think we all just need to, like, take a step back when everybody gets so passionate and be like, you know, why don't you just start reviewing games that you, you know – like to review, but like be open minded to well, review other yeah, games. Yeah, well, here, here's here's the thing. You're not in this in this to just do only the games you you want to do. What if that's exactly. what if that's three? You know, you should, like it's not. 
well from 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 our level from a management perspective it's kind of like saying too though it's just like we're all on this we're all on the same team and we're all passionate about gaming right so we should be able to play other games and be able to write and we're all writers as well so if you can't write a creative review objectively about something that you know a little about or or you know or even slightly a little you know mediocre about then are you that good of a writer or are you a real gamer? Because real gamers are up to any challenge. Oh, oh he's laying it down. See, that's that's my viewpoint. It's like, yeah. that's yeah. Like, no, you're right, man. Hey guys, you're right. That sounds like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> that that's that's how I feel. <laughs> that's that's how this thing got started. This is true. Passion. Yeah. <laughs> You know, ordinarily, for video games, let's co- clarify. For ordinarily, video games. that word doesn't sound yes. all that bad, but when Mike says it, it's yeah, it's terrifying. Creepy. It's, it's absolutely creepy. terrifying. Passion, <laughs> mm, passion. Now play this right. game. Yeah, play my game. It's <laughs> due next week. <laughs> As he licks his lips yeah. and like, rubs his belly button mm. while he's telling you. No, okay, guys, no. <laughs> I could make a oh, like saw character. <laughs> so. I guess so. We're at least all in mediocre agreement with that topic. I know Dante, you wrote me about wanting to talk about what the game of the our, year our so far. Of year so far. We're, we're a little past a uh, little past the halfway point now uh, in the year, and we've got a lot of really big games coming out from September on through you know to the end of the year. So it was more just like trying to get your guys' thoughts on the best things we've played so far. I mean. Who wants to start? You. You want yeah, to start, Mike? Oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to get the eye rolls or the... <gasps> well, or we're what, Skyping but... in, so you won't see us eye roll. We'll, we'll I see camp. you. I see you, both of you. <laughs> see your shoulders. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, um, there's been a lot of games that are that are awesome, but the two that stand out automatically for me, and I know there's been a lot of games, are... um. Two games that are very similar in gameplay style, and that's Batman and also Witcher. Witcher 3. Those two games have an immense amount of fun for me and are so dynamic and huge that I'm still playing. I'm still playing um, Witcher. I didn't give you any eye roll at all. I, I'm kind of in agreement, but continue on. He's in, a, he's in agreement, but you're not picking one. Uh, um, well, yeah, I mean, sure. it's it's hard because I love the Batman genre, but like what we just kind of discussed offline, not even on on the podcast, is kind of like I love Batman, but I wish that the expandable DLC stuff was 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 more. you know like actually worth it instead of a four yeah, grab yes. bag that's so yeah. Me and Dante yeah. talked about that for like it's an hour or so the other day. Thank God. It, it's like I wish there were more sto- big story to it, not just challenge maps and and you know and skins and stuff like that. I I love to see more expandable stories, um, that are are decent in length, and not just like oh here's twenty minute. Yeah, but I, I mean like they, Rock DLC. City can't waste time doing that to give you all that, Mike, because they're they're they would take it would take time and developers away from that Superman game they're making. CD Projekt Red's doing it with Witcher 3. They're adding different stories and they're adding <laughs> side projects. Yeah, no, they're they're doing a really good job for a supposed indie developer. They're um they're like top notch and I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I did not expect. I went through all the DLC content all and I was like, there is so much stuff I missed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> the game just expanded even more. This is what DLC is all about and it's all free. 
So is is that is that what you're going with, then? You're going with The Witcher? Uh, personally, that's yes. Your, that's your that's your G-O-T-Y right there. There you All go. Right. It's my G-O-T-Y. All right. Dante, you're up. No, Squidward, you go ahead. No, I think you need to go. <laughs> you guys, come on. Right. Come on, right. you guys. All right. Age before beauty, I guess. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I love you. Right? Uh, for me, it's The Witcher, and um, and I don't even think it's close. Uh like I reviewed Batman for the site and I gave it a nine and a half out of 10 and I really enjoyed Batman and I thought it was phenomenal for what I played. Um, I think the game of the year is the Witcher. And I think any game that comes out from now until the end of the year is going to have such an uphill battle that I, they have, they have a lot to live up. Yeah. To. I, I cannot imagine any game giving you the kind of value and fun and immersion that the Witcher has given so far, and like I just can't imagine it. I, I went from Dragon Age Inquisition to almost directly into The Witcher because I didn't really play a whole lot besides that. I played some MLB The Show and and you know uh, Ori and the Blind Forest. I think it was the only other game I played, um, but, <laughs> is which is game. great. Yeah, which is really good. But man, The Witcher just it, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It stands out on its yeah. own as a unique and, game. And, to your point on the DLC, it's the only game I've ever bought a season pass for. And um, even if the only things they had re- that they were going to release was the stuff they've already released, it would have been worth it. And they're, oh, yeah. and they're still going to be making like two gigantic 20-hour, allegedly 20-hour DLCs. Which blows my mind and scares me because I'm like, man, I'm going to spend a lot of time. I haven't taken... After I played Batman for a while and I beat it, like, well, semi-beat it, <laughs> not getting the Riddler's uh, yeah. trophies, um, I put The Witcher in, and that game's going to stay in my PlayStation 4. Yeah. I I traded my copy of Batman, and I don't, I, I'll wait for the Game of the Year edition next year, and then maybe I'll buy it again and go through the DLC if it's actually worth playing, because so far it hasn't been, but I traded mm-hmm. it in. I, I hear you. I'm, that's what I'm going to be doing and putting that money towards the uh, upcoming game. Yeah. I already got my pre-order for Mario Maker, and uh, go from there. Yep. Squidward. <laughs> so, um, you guys heard of this uh, this little game called Hotline Miami? Miami, my home, bird, my home place. Hotline <laughs> well, I Miami 2, wrong number, is without a doubt my game of the year. Without a doubt. I, uh, Interesting. You know, like, I, um, I, loved, I loved Batman. Um, I haven't played a whole lot of Witcher. It looks amazing. Everything I've seen, I've seen you playing it, Dante playing it, a couple other buddies playing it. I, I once once I once I get something other than a Wii U, it'll probably, aside from Metal Gear, be my first major purchase. Um, I'm definitely buying Metal Gear. Oh, when it comes yeah, out. I'm buying it hard. Um, but uh, no, it's just uh, when I played the first Hotline Miami, it just kind of blew me away. Like this is really weird, and um, but like you had no idea what was going on, and. Uh, and mm-hmm. for Hotline Miami 2 to come out and uh, they decided to explain why everything was so weird and at the same time they upped the difficulty level to make you really, really work for the nuggets of story they give you. Um, and it, it did. It, it makes it a challenge. And, like, you get uh, – I would there were, there were parts where I would just get completely enraged. I'd been on the same stage for, like, an hour and I wasn't throwing my controller. I would just – because you respawn so quickly, you get back into it. Like, where is that guy? I'm going to mess him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, like, it's, it's, 
they're the the two games are very like you know opposite of each other like uh how Miami one was just like an acid trip like you had no idea why you're why what you're people <laughs> russian mafia guys and then in, you find out why in the second one and then all of a sudden instead of the one guy with with a whole bunch of masks they change they they uh they have like 12 or 13 characters. I don't, I don't remember how many characters. There's a lot of them. And, um, yeah, there's a good amount. Yeah, and uh, and they all have their own abilities. Some have masks, some don't. Some, you know, one guy can akimbo machine. Like, so, I mean, like, there's there's so much depth there. They did restrict a couple of the characters, but I think it, it adds to the challenge, and it just, it, like, it was a much more well-rounded title and a great way to say, like, they, they've stated, we're not making a three. We're, we're just going to give you this because you wanted it. And they still made it good. They didn't just throw it together and push it out the door, you know. And it shows. And so, yeah, I, I, my favorite game of the year so far is has like 16-bit graphics and um and Nintendo blood. That's I mean, it's got that that's that surprised me, but not really at the same time because I mean, personally, I've been I've spent a lot of time playing the first and second one with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I know the passion that you have for that it's game and, and how much you loved it. Dope. Oh yeah, I love the sound. I yeah, I like them a lot. But um, but yeah, so that's that's nothing's really made me. Nothing has usurped that on my list yet. So so Dante, I feel like this would be a good editorial for maybe you to put up on the site and see what everybody else thinks. What do you think? The game of the year. Yeah, so far. <laughs> I think that's what it should be titled. With a question mark. <laughs> yeah. So yes, I, I exactly. Question mark? Yeah, yeah. No, I, think, I think that would be great. I think a uh, poll would be pretty cool to do. Um, even uh, even even to get it from the rest of the guys from the site to see what everybody, everybody hands in. Yeah, and I mean, people that are listening, if you're like, if you're listening right now, pounding your desk, saying, screaming out loud, saying it should be this, put it in the you comments. Know, Let you us know. know when Anthony we'll, listens to this, it's going to be Splatoon and like full on. <laughs> I was just gonna oh, say, yes. like, it's, like it's, it's gonna be Splatoon. You guys are just meatheads, and all you want to do is kill like the whole time. <laughs> He's like, "What's up, bro? What about that Splatoon?" He's not even here what to defend up? himself. Lay That's off. cool. I'd make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Very true. All right. Well, I think that's gonna bring this whole podcast to a close. I think we uh, covered some good ground on both the review topic and the game of the year so far. Question mark. <laughs> Question. Mark? I almost uh, I was that was kind of my bad. I pulled uh, pulled a Ron Burgundy. Somebody somebody posted a question mark on a teleprompter. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you put on that prompter, Dante will read. <laughs> sorry, San Diego. <laughs> well, this is Michael, Eddie, and Dante signing out from GameGravy.com. Good night, San Diego. <laughs> Bye. Stay classy. Bye. Bye. Bye.